Welcome to I'll Remember That. My name is Drew Beebe, and this show is about life advice that, for whatever reason, just sticks with you. So each episode, I'm going to share a piece of advice that someone has taught me, but then we're going to reach back out to that person and pick it apart. So let's just get into it. Today's advice is the first thing you should do when you get to a hotel room is iron your clothes. Now, this seems like, I don't know, a little thing, but I love this advice. When you're traveling, you generally have something to look nice for, and making this a part of your routine just feels like it makes sense. This advice was given to me by a guy I used to work with at a TV station. His name's Matt Lyman, and I haven't seen him in a few years. So I called him up to ask about the advice and learned that his approach to staying in hotels goes way deeper than ironing. Hey, Matt. Thanks for joining me. Hi, how are you? Good, good. So the two of us shared a room in South Carolina for a bachelor party. And we got to this room, and it really kind of shocked me when the first thing Matt did was he pulled out the ironing board, he pulled out the hotel iron, he got his clothes out, and he started ironing. And we started talking about it, and then, Matt, that's what led you to kind of give me the advice that we're, we're talking about today. So... So the first thing I want to ask is, was this moment out of the ordinary for you? Or is this just, this is what you do when you get to a hotel room? It was definitely not out of the ordinary. Whenever I get into a hotel room, the objective is to make yourself feel at home as quickly as possible and feel ready for the week or or why you're, you're there. In that case, we were there for a bachelor party. And I don't remember if there was a need for freshly pressed clothes. But even even if there wasn't, I still, yeah, generally we'll, we'll go right to the suitcase and put my things in the appropriate drawers and then start ironing because you never know when you'll need an iron shirt. So it was not out of the ordinary. And what was out of the ordinary for me was to have someone else see me do it. That was the thing that was more, <laughs> more, uh, strange. I don't travel with other people when I'm particularly when I'm, when I'm working. So to share a room and have someone see me iron clothing was, was, was unusual. That was the unusual part of that moment. Sure. Sure. And and you you travel a ton, right? I mean, you're you're coming from a lot of experience in this realm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm one of those road warrior type people that will be on hundreds of flights per year and my last full year of travel was probably, you know, anywhere from uh, 80 to 120 different hotels over the course of a given year. So, it's something that I'm very comfortable and familiar with doing. Um so much so that that the things that I do, I guess, are kind of automatic. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I think part of the reason why your advice stuck with me is is that you're, you know, you're a trustworthy person. I mean, that's who you take advice from, right? The people who like do the thing a lot or are really good at it, whatever. Um, and I, but I, but I do want to check. So, did I get my memory of the moment? Is that you said the your rule of thumb was the first thing you do when you show up to a hotel room is you iron your outfits. Is that correct? That's the advice. That is the advice. I wouldn't say it's like the first thing bar none, um, but it is part of the the process of settling into the room. Um, it's it, it, you with gifts would have to unpack and you'd have to put your things just like so. Sometimes I'll have FedEx like food or wine that I know that I'll like. 
and have it there at the front lobby. So when I do get in, I can then unpack those things and set them up just as I would like. Wait, you FedEx yourself food and stuff ahead of time to the hotel so that you can have it in, in your room and ready? Yes, I'll have packages waiting for me at the front desk. And, you know, nothing also quite feels like home than picking up packages at the front desk. It's like checking mail. What What are you, what's your, in your standard self-care package that you send to a hotel? It's super bougie, but I'll often send wine or even champagne to myself for two reasons. Like, you know, champagne's always a great moment, no matter where you are. But secondly, hotel wine, even if you're at a nice hotel, is either like really horrible quality or it's exorbitantly expensive. Wow. This is fascinating. You did not get any anything shipped to our hotel room for the bachelor party. No, I think that was a little bit different um, only because I didn't expect that supplemental alcohol would be needed at a bachelor party. <laughs> I had a, had a premonition that, that it was going to be, there would be more than enough of that in Charleston, South Carolina. So I guess I want to talk a little bit about the value of a wrinkle-free shirt. And like, it sounds maybe silly and obvious, but what what impression do you get when you see a wrinkled shirt on somebody? Are, are there things you infer about that person? Absolutely. If it's wrinkled in a deliberate way or it's designed to be not a ironed shirt, then it's fine. But as someone who is in a kind of a professional environment uh, where dress shirts do matter, the people that are wearing dress shirts that are wrinkled and schleppy looking, it does give the vibes of someone who is sloppy or is not paying attention to things. It ultimately communicates that I am ill-prepared for my day ahead of me. I have not thought mm. things through. I've not planned things through. And then you make certain assumptions that that, that person will, will have not thought through their work or not thought through this problem. Or if they're making an assertion, I'll be like, well, yeah, but what basis do you have to make that assertion? Your shirt's wrinkled. So <laughs> I hope you say that out loud. <laughs> I don't think I have ever until just now. But in the business world, they talk a lot about your brand, uh, your personal brand. And no, not in like an ironic way. Like really, they're serious about it. I mean, if you're face-to-face -face with a senior executive and they don't look the part, wh whatever that part is, in some industries, it's it's wearing a black hoodie. In other industries, it's wearing a, a $6,000 suit. But whatever the part is for the industry that you're in, if they're not dressed like that part, you, you start to question the role, the position, the capabilities of that person. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I want to ask where your experience ironing comes from. Did did someone teach you about ironing? Is this something you discovered on your own? My mom is a nuts ironer. She'll, she's the type of person that will iron like dinner napkins or socks. So she irons all the time. And she's had a, a very full career. So she somehow managed to invent the hours in her day to be able to still iron dinner napkins, which is borderline psychotic. But in any event, <laughs> um, that's what she's done. So... I've always been aware that that ironing is a solution, but no, there's never this moment where I was like taught, Hey, here's how to iron son. Here's how it would just never happen. Instead, I went to, to business school and prior to business school, there were actual courses and material as part of the program around executive presence or how to dress the part. And so I found myself my first business trip, like after, you know, I got a job out of business school and I realized that I had to resolve the situation. I had wrinkly clothes and didn't know what to do. So I 
knew that ironing was the solution to that. I just didn't know how to iron. So whatever technique that I've, I've talked about, um, I'm sure there's many YouTube videos about it. I've not watched a single one. I just figured it out. So my advice is possibly quite wrong, but at the end of the day, for me, it results in a flat, crisp looking shirt. So how wrong could it be? There you go. There you go. Okay. My, my last question is just, is there any piece of advice that's stuck with you? Absolutely. Yeah. I grew up in Canada and, uh, this was an expression that's common in, in Canada because it's to do with hockey, but it's keep your stick in the ice. And I, I, of course, heard that all throughout playing hockey when I was a kid, but I heard it from my grandmother and she loved hockey, but she never played hockey. So her delivering the advice wasn't literally a hockey piece of advice. Keeping your stick in the ice means that you're ready to accept the pass or on a metaphorical way, you're ready to accept the opportunity. If you're not ready for it, it's just not gonna come to you. Well, Matt, thank you so much. This was a really interesting conversation and I really appreciate you giving me that advice. It's something that stuck with me and it, it meant a lot to me. My pleasure. Thank you to Matt for coming on the show. I really appreciate him stereotyping his Canadian background by giving us a hockey metaphor. And thank you for listening. Do you have a favorite piece of advice? I want to hear it. Leave it in a review of this show on Apple Podcasts, and I'll read one on each future episode. Okay, that's it for me. Thanks, everybody. See you in the next one.